0: then you've come to the right place. I'm here to help you be most successful in your healthcare practice and turn it into a business. Cheers, thanks for coming. All right, welcome back to the podcast. And we are in the middle of the Action Taker Series. You know, I love my series and I love people who implement and take action. And so today I've got, yes, one of my clients because these are the people I've been able to track and um his name is Chad Clark out of Colorado how you doing chad you going great awesome you have uh, pt connections in colorado correct yep that's correct cool so what i want to happen here is these episodes are about the people doing the work right it's not about it's not about us working together per se some of that comes into play here but i want chad chad is kicking ass and chad is really chad and i've been working together in some way shape or form for about three years and it's really been the last six to eight months where i've noticed this work really resulting into something bigger and bigger i don't know bigger needs definition but i'm going to let him share his journey a little bit and he's going to share with what he's learned and what he's been doing and what's been the results and if if i chime in it's just so we can fill in some of the holes so chad why don't you uh won't you take it away, share a little bit about your practice, give the people some context, and then talk about the results and the work you've been currently doing.
1: All right. Great. Thank you. Uh, so my, yep. Chad Clark, Physical Therapy Connections. Uh, the clinic is 17 years and three months old. The last few years working with Jerry, basically, I felt like we had a good grasp of things but it just wasn't being pulled together as it is now especially in the last six months or so Uh, meaning we were always meeting or doing our training every Monday or whatever respective day that was well we just didn't quite have it pieced together you could say we were reported all our cancellations and no shows and people seeing and what the percent of attendance, even income and expenses. i share that as well with the whole staff. So we know if everyone's on the same page, at least on a weekly basis. And then where it tied together in the last six months is actually going what are twice a month week podcast or Zoom, I should say Zoom meetings, that we zeroed in on plan of care scheduled, drop-offs. And that has made a big difference. Just like they say, whatever you measure will more likely be able to be changed. And that's definitely what's happened, especially in the last three months in particular. We are really in a good groove with the whole staff, all the way from the front desk, the whole patient journey, the life experience that you've talked about for years. Are
0: you- Hey, right. So you have, so I want to pitch people up. I mean, you've been a believer in that, right? You've been a believer in the life cycle and the team together. And again, talking about the different things you measure. So what I want people to hear and what I know already is, so you brought the drop-offs and the completed plans of care, but you brought it to the team, right? Yes. Yeah. So, so you created and this is all on you you created a meeting on mondays where you go over the stats that each individual team member is responsible for but you do it in a team meeting where everybody reports on their stats that are responsible to help create a complete plan of care correct you want to talk if you don't mind talking a little through that chad
1: correct so yes the ultimate goal or you could say metric is completed plan, plans of care. And that, I felt like I understand it, but it's always a process to hone in and get better and better. And where I started, I guess I'd say, is recording these open slots. So for example, a year or so ago, we were at sometimes 30 open slots per week. And I would just know about that, obviously, (laughs) each week of the meeting, and it would just hit me and I'm looking at it basically in hindsight. So like, all right, what can we do to make this at least a little more real time to make changes? So the open slots is really what kicked all this off, especially seeing 30 open slots. And then now I started to do projections and have my front desk person give those to me every Thursday. So then I can prepare for the Monday meeting. So if we right now, with the number of staff that we've had, which of course that's changed throughout these last couple of years, it should be 170 visits. So if I see we have 170 visits and 17 of those are new people, that's the projection for the week. Then the actual occurs during the week where we might end up with, just for this example, 160 people seen, but we have 20 new patients and we might have five open slots. So then what I was doing or have been doing is basically given like a negative one to any open slot and we don't want any negatives. So let's say we get negative five open slots for a week. We were supposed to have 170 people, but we ended up with 160. So there's a 10 that I give it. And then if we originally were supposed to have 10 new patients, but now we end up with 20, that's another 10. So we get this number. That I would say, okay, it's a five for open slots, a 10, because it took 10 people that may have canceled or... Other yeah, this,
0: this is what I want people to focus on is, is you're focusing on it took 20 to fill those 10 slots, right? Yeah.
1: Yes. At a minimum. And then when we spoke a couple of weeks ago, yeah, there's even another number of all the phone calls, and extra work, or this business metric or business efficiency number that I'm trying to hone in on. And all I can say is the last two weeks, that number is much lower. I mean, just measuring this and talking about it and getting everyone on With board. your
0: team together, right? Everybody yeah. together. This is yeah. this is what I find impressive with the way you've done this, Chad, is you've found an efficient way, and I'm doing the quotes thing with my finger, to get everybody together on a Monday. How long is that, Manny? 45 minutes? 45 minutes. Yeah, You get the whole team together and everybody has to go around and report their key metric that they're responsible for that ultimately ties into a completed plan of care. Correct? Yes.
1: So it goes back to that ultimate goal, which I'm better understanding week to week. Thought I knew it. Completed plan of care. Sounds pretty simple. But what does it take? All these steps to get to that. Yeah. And in the meantime, recording it, everyone knows they're Position in the patient's life cycle, their own life cycle, so to speak, within the clinic. All the four phases that you've talked about, we, I studied that. I have my people, at least, well, hopefully they're studying it, but they're looking at it. They know it much better.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Traction to getting scheduled, to being seen, to the whole arrive, pay, stay, and complete the plan of care.
0: So now with this efficiency metric, you're seeing a change in that because, and this is a question, not a statement, you're seeing a change in that. What do you feel? Because you're pointing out to people the work that the extra work they're having to do, the result of not doing the work. What do you think is leading to a change in that number, that efficiency number for the better?
1: Yeah. I mean, part of it goes back, one, they're just awareness. Any, anything you want to make a change, you have to be aware of where you're at and what changes need to be made to get out of where you're at, to where you want to be. I think just being aware and going through it, part of it's just the repetition every week. They know what's to be expected of them. There's that accountability. Um, so when we go around, it's like, the best thing someone wants to say is, Hey, I had 34 or 34 people. I had no open slots, no cancels, no, no shows. That would be the ideal. They're probably tired of saying, well, I had 34 people, but it took, 50 to get that scheduled because all the cancels, no shows. I mean, I think that's a driving force to avoid that negative reinforcement in a sense where they don't want to report the negative stats in a sense uh, on that.
0: Yeah, but, yeah. That's, inter- that's interesting, right? What's the driver of that? I, I would like, I agree with you. I would like to hope, and I think your team does. I've met with your team, many of your team members, either together or individually, people start to see that that's actually the path to, and I'm going to say this word, word, less work, right? In that a lot of the busyness, this is that word busy, right? I'm busy. Well, the busyness is just you having to redo shit, right? That you shouldn't like having to answer cancel calls, having to move people around, where if we just get them to buy in to their plan of care, get them in a spot that they know is best for them time and day, then we should have less cancel calls. So this whole idea of even a cancel call is a busy work issue, right? It's not just the result of that call. A, how many cancel calls, but then B, the result. And especially the front desk team, it's like, if I can get you off the phone 20, 30% of your time, wouldn't that be helpful to you? For sure, yes. And that's it.
1: On that note, my front desk... That's I have one person that works virtually. She does the phase two most of the time where that's answering the phone call, getting a person's story, the whole AAA, and then my actual real physically physically their present <laughs> front desk just told me, "Oh yeah, even with that number, it is so much less stressful, and it's just it's just easier, even when we have." a certain number of changes, it just, it flows better. She just told me that. Oh,
0: that's awesome, dude. That's the feedback, right? That I know you are. And that's what I'm looking for because, you know, it's so hard to get across to people that this work actually, the work to be done of which you're proving in my, my world is by doing this work, you are improving the workflow and creating less work. So it's so funny because everybody starts a conversation with sounds like a lot of work. And I'm like, hmm, maybe up front it is, but how about we take some off of your plate at the end? And that's what I want. I want the front desk people. I want the providers going, yeah, everybody's agreeing to a plan of care. I mean, to me, if we get a if we get a patient in front of a provider on a Val day, that should be about a ninety-eight percent right. I'll leave a little room in there, but If the work is done properly upstream, then 98% of the people that show up should be scheduling out their plans of care.
1: Yes. And that's another stat that, again, seems like a lot of work and it probably is a little bit at first, but now it just streamlines into this whole business efficiency where we are recording that. And as of late, I have, well, the way we're recording the plan of care scheduled out it's above 80%. Yes, we're striving for that in the mid to upper 90s, which it's climbing there. And part of it is the way we stated that, where if someone schedules less than three visits, they schedule out the plan of care. We're, our, old, our way we're doing it is still considered a not complete uh, schedule out plan of care because it's less than three.
0: Well, I, so- I, I, I like you... Holding people accountable, dude. I mean, yeah, that's up to you. I never tell people how to measure that, but I love how if it's less than three, it's like, look, people, it's a work in progress, right? We can count it as scheduled. We just can't count it right as, you know, it's just the step in the process. I think that's. Um, I, I want to go back to something. I think that's what you've done an awesome job doing, Chad, and why I wanted to break this down with you on the podcast. I think you have really help me by the way also to understand the steps in the process and how to get people team wise. It's funny, right? Because we need the team bought in before we can get our clients and patients bought in. And you helping me to understand how to get the team bought in. So take me through that that Monday meeting a little bit. Just give me a high level of who's in the room and what they're reporting.
1: Okay. So we have a staff of seven. Three physical therapists. I'm still active in treatment as of late. I have a physical therapist assistant. My front desk receptionist that's there physically, she's present. The one that's virtual as of right now is there on Zoom. And then my massage therapist will be, he doesn't see people on Monday, so he's there on Zoom as well. Uh, it is definitely focused towards the physical therapy uh, and just the way we have that set up. We start at 8 a.m. And then it's outlined, which uh, that outline's growing, but we still, even we're we're doing more, but it takes less time. Yeah, that's
0: awesome. That's, yeah. I mean, I've had
1: up to two hour meetings where it was three 45 minute blocks. Now we're at one 45 minute, and we get more done in the first half hour of that 45 minute block than we did in
0: two hours. Real quick, would you say that's because you're reporting and measuring? At least right now, the right things, correct? Correct. And yes. so, your discussion, and I just want to break this down for me too. So, you're saying your discussion is around the right metrics, and any of the conversations that pop up actually help to solve problems that need to be pro- solved. Yeah.
1: Yeah. In, in other words, it, it's get rid of the fluff. We had so much fluff, yeah. and yeah, basically like podcasts can be dead air time or ju- just things that didn't mean much. And we're, I'm constantly honing in on that. Even with this business efficient efficiency metric, it's it gets a little bit better each week Or as I record these numbers and it, it just, I'm honing in on it better and
0: better. And then we could probably say, because the number's improving and you can relate that back to the team and the team's going, yeah, we had less calls. Yeah. There was less busy work then you get better buy-in from them around the meeting, around the metrics and around the sharing, correct?
1: Yes. And instead of more of the negative tone, which it was heading that way and we were right. just, it, it's more positive. So we can get through all, be efficient in the meeting, efficient with our metrics, get it all out in the open, solve the problems, and then have time to le- left over for the positive education and all the things I want to do anyway, now that all that business is taken care of.
0: Yeah, this is good. So you start you start with the top of the funnel. So you start with the person taking the initial calls. They share their metrics, their KPIs, any issues that they've seen this week. And then you just go on to each team member and then you go to the face of the company sharing their metric. Then you go to the providers and then you're through that procedure, right? Yes. Yep. It's a
1: funnel and and intertwined with the four phases that you've taught.
0: And we apply those. And then any metric your team members are sharing, it, their metric is their role in that completed plan of care, correct? Yes. So just for an example, we could say the voice of the company, their role is to get people to arrive and pay for that first visit. Otherwise, we can't have a completed plan of care. Yes. Correct. And then we have the, I'm going to jump ahead to the providers. The providers are having to talk about drop-offs and scheduled out plans of care, correct? Yes. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Because what I want people to notice is they're not reporting visits and they're not reporting units billed. Doesn't mean Chad's not measuring that, but (laughs) goddamn, that's not the fucking metric that gets people to buy into what their role is in a completed plan of care. That is a perfect example. Yes.
1: So we do record that. They record it individually. I record it and look at it as a whole clinic. Right. But we guys that so much in the past. And now it's or your drop off who's scheduled out plan of care.
0: And And magically, if we're if we're managing drop offs and scheduled out plans of care, then visits are where they need to be. And more than likely, at least if there's been some education, then units build start to fall into place, I would assume. Yes. Yeah. So yep. over. Where where the focus needs to be. Go on.
1: Yes. Oh yeah. I was just gonna say with the drop off and schedule out plan of care. That third metric that you and I had we came up with, or you told me to do it was the completed plan of care as well. So we're honing in on that where we had before it was just oh who's discharged? It was active or passive. Right. Yeah. Now it's was it a completed plan of care and And that needs some polishing, but it's like always work in progress, but we're getting better at that understanding a true completed plan of care.
0: Well, and I like that. And some people are probably thinking, what's a completed plan of care? And I'm like, right. It's what you define it. And that's, that's what Chad's working through now. What's a completed plan of care? My only guideline is there had to be two sides of the discussion for a completed plan of care. So Had to be a discussion between the provider and the person who was the patient or the client. That's the only way you could have a completed plan of care. So from there, I'm like, you guys decide, right? People decide. The only qualifier is it can't be someone calling and going, I'm better. I'm good. Cancel everything. Oh, good. That was a completed plan of care. I'm like, no, it wasn't. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'd say we're still a little rusty on that, but it's much cleaner than it was. Yeah,
0: dude, you are, man, I just, I, I love the work you're doing. And I got to tell you, man, it, it's it been so cool because doing a couple of these, I learned, I don't know where things fell in the last couple of years, but man, it seems like the last three or four months, I'm learning a lot from my, from you, from my other people. And it's really with you guys being consistent and persistent in this stuff falling into place, right? and And I go back to you, Tell me how you're measuring completed plans of care. I want to know what's working for you because that's what I'm going to take back to other people. This is awesome, chad. i I've seen how far you've come. you know, and this is interesting because I do want to share this. Our work this time around kind of started on us working with you going out of network, right? moving towards you going. Yet really, it's just a spot where you are fine-tuning the business and getting everything dialed in. And if and when you, this is what's interesting about this to me. Now it's a moot point. You go out and network. Okay. You don't. Okay. Because, right. You're doing what you need to do for the people, your yes. patients, right?
1: Yeah. And yeah. And again, thank you for all your help with this because it guides me to help guide my clinic.
0: Right. And, and that- you're the business side of it, right? Yes. The business side um, of it.
1: Exactly right. It was all my focus was okay. Let's get out of network with that first one.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Happened to be the the H words of that insurance. And now, I think all along it was tugging at me like, okay, that'll be great, but if we don't have these other debates, yeah, the you got it solved, it really doesn't matter if we're out of network with everyone in network. Yeah, the, any combination like you were saying. So we're still working on that out of network, but it has gotten pushed down a little bit but I feel so much better with all these metrics and everyone's on the same page. It's actually going to help. And I feel the best ever about the next potential hire.
0: Yeah, there we go.
1: Yeah. If everything honed in, they don't have to come in and learn the crap that we're, we're doing. That'll be gone. And they just, here's the efficiency. Here's what we do every Monday. Here's what you do on a daily basis. It really tightens that part up too.
0: I think everybody needs to go back, roll that back to where I started saying this started with Jad wanting to go out and network and him talking about understanding the business and getting these together. And actually it's helped him to understand the business better, understand the next hire better. This is the take home right here, right? And every time someone calls and says, I want to go out and network, this is what I'm thinking about. And how well I don't want to talk down to anybody, but how well is the business understood? How well is the flow of the business? How well does your team understand the business? How well will your next hire understand the business? And this is exactly what Chad has just outlined. And, and again, I want to re, reinforce and um, restate it's the work he's doing because without him doing the work, it doesn't matter. Really doesn't. Really yes.
1: doesn't. And I know we said this before, but it is quite a bit of work at first, but not really. It's almost actually kind of fun because you're going through all these numbers, which is part of my nature anyway. And I think it would be with a lot of owners. But then on the other side, it's like what you said all along with the phone calls, the first phone call, it's going to seem like, oh, it's going to take longer. It's going to be a lot of work. Not really. Maybe a few here and there as you hone in on the process, but it's actually there again, that word efficiency. And it does take less time. And it's much less hassle and more freedom mentally and physically and all those areas.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting because people think going out of network is like, oh, I got to learn this new thing. And it's like, no, actually, you're going to learn the things and do the things you should have been doing all along. Let's face it. And mind you, I went forever. I'm I'm not taking the high road here, right? Because I sat around forever, not doing this shit. So I'm not but it is, it's, if you understand this shit, now you can stand back and go, eh, out of network, and network, fuck, I'll make this work, right? I'll make whatever I need to make work, I'll make work, but I'm not going to make a rash decision thinking that it's a whole, right? It's a whole new business model. No, it's not a whole new business model. It's understand the business and the people you put into it, right? Yep. I love your conversation around the Monday meetings and how efficient and everybody knows the number they report. How it feeds into the bigger picture and how whatever they share is going to impact other people in the room. That to me, man, that to me is the kicker here, man.
1: Yeah, it's a big time connector of all the phases intertwined with all the people within the phases, and then the overlap of of all of it. But yeah, it just is, it becomes more and more seamless. Yeah, that's
0: awesome. So I don't know anything else, Chad. I that's a lot of stuff in. 30 minutes or less there
1: it is anything else details to it and a bit of work and crunching the numbers and going but it really is enlightening when you see that and go through the process and then on the other side you know that word comes up all the time the sufficiency but it is much more efficient and flows daily and weekly
0: yeah this is awesome great work by you my friend.
1: Yeah. Thank you.
0: Thank you for your help. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on and sharing all that. And I think there'll be a lot of value to the people listening. So I hope so. And thank you everybody for investing your energy and your time. And I hope you got a lot out of this and feel free to reach out anytime. Cheers. Thank you for listening today to the podcast. Here's what I want you to do next. Um, if you want to stay in touch or want more information on the doing of all this, then I highly recommend and I really want you to go over to my YouTube page, Jerry Durham, PT. P-T-J-E-R-R-Y-D-U-R-H-A-M. There is just so much content, videos added weekly. If not daily and you will be able to bury yourself and immerse yourself into this content and learn all you need to know to start implementing some of the things we talked about today. Second thing I want you to do is just jump in feed first over at my Facebook group. What's best for the patient is best for business daily interactions, right? I'll be there. You can have discussions with other people. You can ask me questions. I post there frequently, post videos. I share information there. So it's a place to stay up to date and be very interactive with other people who have the same goals and mindset that you do and want to create this business, this healthcare practice that will scale and grow and give you financial performance. Cheers, all.